Hello everyone, welcome, one and all, to Power Selling 101 with Michael DeWitt. It is I, Michael DeWitt, the titular host, uh, lead eBay instructor of the program. Uh, this seminar here that you are so lucky to find yourself watching on this Wednesday evening is hosted so uh, appreciatively by the San Antonio Learning Annex in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, I am overjoyed. Uh, I'm uh, resplendently in a mood tonight because I am joined by none other, and I could go on and on about her accomplishments, where you know her from, all the different YouTube awards she's won over the years, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, allow that to come out in conversation. I think that'll be uh, a better way to welcome you on to the program. Welcome, Fee. me well i'm so as i said i'm so uh, resplendently in a mood this evening because you're here joining us uh for those who uh maybe have been living under let's say two rocks what how would you introduce yourself to them tell uh, us about yourselves you know it's been a crazy year but i would describe myself as an influencer a YouTuber, a finder of items that a normal human wouldn't get to see. I'm sure you all know me from Finders Fee, my YouTube channel. Of course. I, go, I, I wear a little a little camera, and I go and I just I go to yard sales and I buy things, and then I resell them. So everyone here in the chat, uh, this is a perfect opportunity for some chat engagement. Uh, if you're a big fan of Finders Fee with Fee on YouTube, go ahead and let us know in the chat. We want to see where you're at here. Uh, of course, for those who are joining us for the first time, every time I look up in this direction, it is because I am looking at a big screen in front of my face with your chat messages on it. Uh, the legendary Power Selling 101 student chat. Uh, I want to say hello to some friends, Fee. You want to join me in saying hello? Uh, I see Sophia Marcus in the chat. Hello, Sophia. So pleasant to have you here this evening. Oh, WizWorld Live. WizWorld Live. Pleasant. Now, I love what you did there with the word resplendent, WizWorld Live. You added four ends. Uh, if it were up to me, I would just continue adding ends so that I would never, ever have to end the word resplendent. I'd love to live there as long as humanly possible. Uh, Lester Pips, welcome Lester Pips, my old friend Lester Pips, uh, of the show Lester Pips Apocalypse Tip, <laughs> take two, my old friend Lester Pips, of the show Apocalypse Tips with Lester Pips, if anyone could find that uh, snafu that took 30 seconds, hilarious, it would be you Lester Pips, thanks for joining and us. he said ha ba ba, and so ha ha ha. I thought he was laughing. Perhaps he was catcalling me of sorts, telling me hubba hubba. Whatever you decide to do, Lester Pips, it's all wanted here. I'm glad you're joining us. Uh, my infernal mom, it's there in the chat. I miss Alyssa. There's so many of you this evening. I could spend this whole seminar just talking to you. However, we have a jam-packed show. Uh, we have a gym class jamboree on our hands, as they'd say. As my great-grandfather, Michael the First would say, uh... I would say gym class heroes, Jamboree, because I was a teenager in the early 2000s. Now, before we get to uh, 
before I devolve into a discussion of late 90s, early 2000s alternative rock and post-emo music, uh, I have something to uh, go over here, uh, Fee, and I hope you'll, you'll, you'll sit here while I do this. As everyone who normally watches this seminar, which is all about eBay with no deviances or deviations, I usually have a guest host with me who is actually my infernal teacher's assistant, Tom Parrott. However, he hasn't been here the last couple weeks, and a lot of people have been asking where he's been. Tom was nice enough to put an end to some of the rumors swirling about with a, a custom video he made for me. Now, as you know, Tom is on Cameo.com, and he usually charges for these kinds of custom videos. However, he sent us to the program for free out of the kindness of his heart. I'm going to go ahead and play it now. If everyone can just hush down. Shh, I'm about to play it. Just relax now in the chat. Wizworld Live. Sophia Marcus, you'll find out where Tom is in a moment here. I'm going to go ahead and play this, Fee. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Your favorite rap scallion, Tom Parrott here. Now, you may be wondering where I've been. What I've decided to do is help out a little bit, get back to the community. So I'm here at the, uh, the San Antonio Regional Airport, and I'm going to take my plane uh, and I'm going to bring some vaccines uh, for the government has released. I've been conscripted into uh, taking those vaccines to countries that are less fortunate. Uh, now, I don't have a plane of my own, so I have uh, one of these bad boys. I think I'm going to try and get. Seems like a pretty good idea. If you ask me, I just want to help out the community as best as I can. Don't you worry. Old Tommy P is going to stay safe out there. That's why I'm... Uh, fortifying my lungs right now so that way I don't have to worry about even potentially catching uh, catching any COVID. Um, I hear if you smoke it helps uh, and you don't have COVID so I'm going with that. Uh, I have a vaccine. I got one dose and take my second dose and then fly this plane. So let's see how it goes. Wish me luck. I'll see y'all soon. Now, uh, let's see, let's get us all situated here again. That was, uh, like I said, no fee, a custom video that Tom Parrott, uh, recorded for us. Uh, and as a, can I just say something here, Fee? Yeah. As I say custom video for the 30th time in a five minute span, I'm realizing the part of my subconscious where that word is coming from probably has more to do with, uh, go ahead, Fee, you want to say it? You know what? We're gonna. This is gonna be a cliffhanger. Later on in the seminar, I'll tell you where I got the terminology "custom video." For now, uh, look at that Tom Parrot, as he said there in his own words, conscripted to deliver vaccine doses to uh, the less fortunate around the world. Self-proclaimed rapscallion Tom Parrot seems to be turning a new leaf, which. Uh, I feel like he's turned many leaves over his life, but this seems to be the largest and perhaps greenest leaf that he's turning over. Uh, we shall see. Uh, some people seem that he was seem to think he was recording this video under duress. Uh, I do have another video of Tom that I'm going to show later. Uh, so there's two things to look forward to. Uh, but the thing I think people should be most looking forward to is our last piece of business before we begin the seminar officially. And of course... Every time we start the seminar, I start with a simple, sincere plea. 
to those watching on Channel 59 in San Antonio or on the Pack Theater Twitch where this is being... Actually, I don't think I set it up so it'd be on the Pack Theater Twitch, but that that's okay. We've already begun. But you're here joining us here in this at the San Antonio Learning Annex Twitch. This show, this seminar is free. However, it's not free to produce. So, of course, we direct you to the bottom of our screen. In the bottom left, you'll see a photograph of me wearing a Live Resplendently t-shirt with my signature underneath. It's a signature series shirt that you can buy now at buy shirts at merch.powerselling101.com. Of course, all that money we make through those merchandise sales go back into the show. However, something that's closer to my heart and which I implore you to do is during the program, if you have a workshop student on screen who you think is uh, wonderful and you feel like the vicarious knowledge pouring from their segment is just overflowing and the value is palpable, please consider giving a Venmo tip to at PowerSelling101. Everything sent here will be split evenly with all of our workshop students tonight. I don't get a one penny out of that. And that's Scout's Honor from Michael DeWitt. This is just for the performers, the guests that we have joining us. Uh, now that the last that last piece business is done, I feel like I've... Uh, I'm normally known for my misspeakings, but I'm on a roll this evening. I feel like this we're in for a very special Michael? evening. Yeah. Michael. Yes. You remember the first time we met? I do remember the first time we met, and I'll say this. I reached for a Harry Potter, tattered Harry Potter and the Golden Goblet novel, and a hand slapped it away, and I got, was very, uh, I got very aggressive. I said, hey there, who's, who owns this hand? I said, Fionn's it. And I said, No, what did you say? No, I interrupted you. In that memory, I interrupted you before you could finish your sentence. And then you finished it and you said, Don't read that book because God said no. That's right. Uh, When we first met Fee, she was very religious. Uh, I was able to get rid of all of that through our friendship. I deprogrammed you. We'll get more into that later. Uh, thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in so far. We are about to join us. <laughs> we are about to have uh, some valiant workshop students join us with eBay items of their own that we are going to help appraise for them, Fee and I. Uh, we've never seen these items before. They're going to be a surprise, but we've been doing this a long time. We're going to go ahead and give them instant impromptu appraisals. However... As most educational seminars are wont to do, we are going to begin with our musical guest. I am so excited to introduce our musical guest this evening. Uh, I will say, you know, let's let's bring our musical guest out. I have a little anecdote, but let's bring her out first. Hi. Hello, I'm right here. Jessica Lee Mayfield. Thank you for joining us this evening. Hey, I'm happy to be here. This is cool. It is very cool. I agree. Uh, it's a lovely classroom that you're in. Thank you. Uh, we just got all of our bulbs at the San Antonio Learning Annex replaced. We used to have the very clinical blue light. Now, as you can see, we have the natural daylight bulbs where any time of the day, it looks like you've taken a photograph at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. 
Oh, it's lovely. It's lovely. Thank you very much, Jessica. Uh, before I brought you out, I was about to launch into an anecdote, which I knew would be too long to have you waiting there. I figured I'd bring you on screen with us. This anecdote is uh, essentially, I don't talk about this very much, but for a brief time in my early 20s, I did move out to California in Los Angeles, the entertainment capital of the world, and I had a friend visiting from out of the country who said, while I'm here, I'd like to go to a concert with you. So I said, sure, it's the year 2008, let's go to a music concert together. And my friend, he was a huge Lucero fan. So we packed in my car and we drove to see Lucero at, I believe it used to be called Spaceland, mm -hmm. perhaps, in Silver Lake. Yes. And this is such an awkward sort of, everyone knows where this is going. Jessica Lee Mayfield, that was the first time I saw you perform there as you opened up for Lucero. Well, that's that's cool. That was actually yeah. one of the first times I ever, that was my first California tour um, was was with them in 2008. So that is, um, that was my first time ever see, being on the West Coast and like seeing palm trees. And, <laughs> you know, I did all the rookie mistakes. Like I, I, for some reason, I thought I didn't need to bring a coat to California because I just thought it was <laughs> going to be like super warm and it was like 50 degrees. And yeah, it was so young people stuff. But yeah, that's awesome. Yes, we were. It's what a time to be uh, in your late teens, early 20s, just running around uh, a <laughs> hip urban area of Los Angeles, uh, whether you're performing or watching live shows. Uh, I believe that was maybe before your first album had come out, maybe, or had just about yeah. to come out. That was around, I had recorded it, but I don't think I had any um, physical copies on that tour right. because I think I had little EPs of like a thing I did when I was like 15. That's so, right. Yeah. That's right. I do remember this because uh, I remember I saw your set uh, and I believe most of, if not all the songs you played were from your full length, but maybe they hadn't been on the previous release that you had done. So I remember thinking, I love this. I'm going to make a note when the album comes out, I'm going to buy it. Uh, and I bought it on CD. Uh, eventually, I purchased it on vinyl record. Wow, uh, awesome. Yeah, and I've purchased every CD since then. Uh, and maybe after Tell Me, I think they were all vinyl from then on. I stopped buying CDs. Uh, but uh, I'm a big fan. Fee. Uh... I was born in the 60s, so I've just heard of the Beatles. The Beatles. Interesting. Uh, Unfamiliar. Take them or leave them. Cool back then. So send me a link to their Spotify. I'll send you a small one called Hey Jude. <laughs> Jessica, you are so kind as to perform for us tonight some music. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I have some more questions for you, but uh, I think everyone in the chat would agree with me. Uh, we'd love to hear some music. All right. Um, I'm going to play like a super, super new one uh, first. And Fantastic. this is called Can You Feel It? Rise with 
Fantastic. Jessica, thank you so much. Awesome. Uh, that's great. So is this, you said this is a new song. Is this something you are uh, planning to, let me start from the beginning here. On your band camp, you're currently, uh, you have a, a two song seven inch that's available. And uh, in the description, you were saying that you're uh, planning sort of a series that eventually will lead to an album. Is that correct? Yeah. So I'm kind of doing it in like this sort of piece by piece, you know, collector's item-y way where, you know, I just want to, I kind of wanted to put out something that was a little more special than just like an album, kind of like, you know, collecting prizes in a cereal box or something. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, right. you get like, you, you you have to wait to, to kind of put the whole thing together and have all the songs. So um, the next one was actually has a song, the song I just played and another one. And it I wanted it everyone to have it sooner, but the place where I got the vinyls manufactured are like crazy behind. So basically they're being manufactured right now. And then whenever they're ready, I'll be able to kind of release them into the world. Yes, that's right. Uh, I know so many, uh, bands and labels and especially these vinyl subscriptions they have uh everyone's backed up right now i think people yeah. are saying we're doing a pre-order and we'll get it in nine months and and it's like uh i know uh same with cassettes too if you'll believe it uh i think there was a shortage around the world of the material they used to make the ribbons and cassettes and there's been this huge uh delay as well uh but i think the good news is people are enjoying music and buying records, you know? Yeah, absolutely, totally. No, I believe that with the cassettes too. Cassettes and VHS are like super, uh, they've had a huge resurgence and uh, they've always been my favorite. So it makes total sense to me. Yeah, totally. Uh, I said earlier, I had some more questions for you, uh, Jessica. Uh, here's something that I wanna know. So this seminar is all about selling on eBay. So okay. I kind of want to ask you some questions about sort of your experience on eBay as either a buyer or seller. And also, it's a two-part question. This is the second part. Uh, as someone who's put so much music into the world, physical music, CDs, uh, records, what's your relationship to sort of the seeing your music uh, listed online, uh, seeing your records being sold? Uh, if you're able to talk candidly about it, or if you have a diplomatic answer, either will be fine. Um, you know, it's that's something I don't really look for anymore. I mean, back in the day, I definitely used to be like, is anybody selling my stuff on eBay? And then like, I would get really like bummed out, you know, <laughs> especially if it's like something that's signed because I'm like, oh, you just like had me sign that so you could put it on eBay. And then oh. it's even more depressing if like it gets relisted because then you're like, nobody wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's an artificial <laughs> market for your signature. It's just all sellers trying to flip it. Uh, no, I understand it. Yeah, I've, I have not released any music of my own, but I, I do sort of see how it could be exciting that your music is out there, people are interacting with it. Uh, but there is that other side of uh, the coin of sort of seeing the seeing sort of the more nefarious or unscrupulous tactics that go on in uh, yeah. Well, it's also I, like finding your CD at a thrift store, but yeah. Oh, continue. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say I once had a tasteful nude resold on eBay, and no one bought it. So I understand. That was my input. 
as as an eBay ambassador, I apologize to you, Fee. Uh, I can't I can't officially go I can't officially discuss sales. Uh, there is a there is a uh, there is a privacy matter between buyer and seller fee, so I can't go into it. Uh, but I can let you know that I have looked at that transaction, uh, and uh, con- congratulations. Michael was the seller. What's that? Let's continue here, uh, Jessica. So, aside from the music, the first part of the question: Do you like to buy things on eBay? Are you an eBay uh, buyer? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a, I'm super frugal, so I don't ever buy anything new, like ever. So, I'm definitely, and I used to buy a lot of. I was probably buying a lot of stuff on eBay, like before, like. Like, I, you know, before people were doing the Amazon thing, I'm mm-hmm. also a, a recluse, too. So, like, any chance that I have to, like, buy something on the Internet and have it sent to me without having to, like, go somewhere <laughs> and interact with people is awesome. Yeah, it, it's so nice, right? You just open your front door and there's goodies and gifts for yourself. Uh, exactly. I, uh, my current eBay account that I have... Uh, it was passed down to me from my father. So I was, I started with hundreds of feedback on it. Uh, cause my father would be selling, uh, random things he'd find. We come from swap meet people. That's our lineage, which feet we talked about this, right? Yeah. I mean, that's my whole family. That's right. So, uh, we used to sell cars on eBay. Uh, I'd always hear about fights that my father would have with people in the messages on eBay. Uh, I didn't continue that tradition. Uh, I don't think we have enough time, right, to be able to, to be arguing with strangers over uh, buying uh, antique crates and such, whatever, whatever you sell on eBay. Uh, we have some workshop students joining us, Jessica, but I know we're going to have some more music before we get to them. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, you, uh, do you have another song you can play for us? I do. I'll I'll do that right now. This is um this is a song called "Standing in the Sun" off of um my album that was called "Make My Head Sing."
day, standing in the sun, standing in the sun, standing in the sun, standing in the sun. I would like to see you live standing in the Standing in the sun, not survive, but really live. Standing in the sun, 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 standing in the sun. Resplendent. Thank you so much, Jessica. Um, I love that. Love that song. I love that album. Uh, I remember, you know, as someone who, you know, I enjoyed hearing every time you had a new album out. Uh, I remember uh, listening to uh, it for the first time and thinking, how cool is this? It was such a, uh, obviously, it sounded very much like Jessica Lee Mayfield, but it was very much a, a different tone, I'd say. Uh, did you, uh, as a songwriter, as someone cultivating your own album, putting all the little songs together. Uh, did you feel like there was a huge shift between uh, those or was it something that you released and then everyone was like ascribing this to you after the fact? Well, I, I think, you know, a lot of the music that I listened to was really heavy, but I didn't necessarily, I wasn't into, um, for the longest time, I didn't really buy any gear or like other guitars. So I just had like one acoustic guitar. And so like the songs that I would write would kind of get translated into these acoustic songs and they kind of became Americana-ish via accident. But when I started um, really getting into like playing the electric guitar and, and guitar pedals and guitar tone and all that stuff, you know, everything kind of, or everything started coming out the way that I actually heard it in my head. So some people saw it coming and some people didn't. Some people were like, oh yeah, we've been waiting for like your heavy album. So <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like some of that definitely uh, translated into the, the, the album afterwards. Uh, uh, but I do think if I was going to, if you've, if, if you haven't already, do go to the band camp link we've posted in the chat here. Uh, we'll post it again here in a moment. But I do enjoy sort of every album has a different feel uh, to it from your, you know, from your first album uh, to tell me uh, and so on. I know you have the, you, we already talked about the, the, the project you're working on now, uh, releasing the collector's items, the seven inches. Uh, I'm really excited about the newer, the new songs as well. Uh, and, and I love sort of the, I love the, the raw sound on the two ones you have now on, uh, on your band camp. Uh, I don't know if you've Thank done you. this, I don't know if you've done this on purpose, but you've seemed to have, uh, each time you've released new music, you've sort of met at least me at a time where I'm sort of enjoying certain, uh, you know, uh, certain styles of rock music or Americana or sort of country stuff. Uh, and then it's sort of, a, I feel like I did listen to a ton of sort of uh, grunge revival stuff around the time uh, Make My Head Sing came out. 
Uh, and that's when I was buying a bunch of cassette tapes. There were so many wonderful uh, bands who would release one EP that was so good on cassette. You'd never hear from them ever again. Uh, but I still have all those cassettes, and it's nice to sort of have that to hold on to. And uh, when I believe after Sorry is Gone uh, came out, uh, you played at, oh my gosh, you came back to Los Angeles and you played at, uh, not the Echo, was it the Echo? It was the Echo. You played yeah, at the Echo, like, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, that was a great show. I feel like that was probably my Thank favorite you. show I've gone to. And I think I've, I've seen you maybe four or five times now over the years. Uh, so I'm very excited to, uh, once we're able to go out into the world again and go to concerts and such, it'd be great to, to be able to see some of these newer songs live as well. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that whenever that will be for sure. And I think I'm going to start listening to music that's not just the Beatles. I, I feel like every time you say Beatles, you gain more of a confidence over the word. The first time you said it, there was a hiccup in the middle. This was very smooth and flawless. Uh, I can't wait to hear how the next Beatles so reference wait, goes. I'm gonna write the name of this band down. It's um, B E E T L E S. Like the bug, like the bug. Okay, like or like the car. Or is it like the Borg? Is it like the? Is it like the Borg? Beetleborgs. I'll find their Instagram. One's dead, but. Okay. We all die. Yeah, that's everyone right. Everyone does. One is one is better than all, or or only one left. <clears throat> so at this point in the seminar here, and of course this is an eBay seminar, as we all know, we've been watching it for the last half an hour. This is definitely an eBay seminar. Uh, we're now going to have some workshop students join us, and Jessica, uh, as long as you're up for it, we'd love to have you uh, sort of join us here, and you can meet some of our workshop students. Sure, I would love to. Perfect. Let me go ahead and adjust the view here back to our normal. There we go. So our first brave workshop student to join us this evening uh, is someone uh, who I believe, uh, I'm not sure if they're a return guest, but we shall see. Uh, Jeremy, are you there? Jeremy, my dear friend. Hey, what's up? It's me, Jeremy. Yeah, I'm returned. Doubt. As someone who is a host of a sh program, uh, I was hoping that my 50-50 shot would be that you hadn't been a returning guest. Now I'm so embarrassed, Jeremy. Will you forgive me? I mean, I guess. Like, we can move forward. Like, it's fine. You seem very disinterested in general, so it works in my favor. You are disinterested in the offense I've caused. Jeremy, welcome back, my friend. Uh, are you hungry? Oh no! I mean, I uh, uh, oral fixation. Okay, I, mean, I understand. I totally understand. Is that, is that real gold? Yes. Is that real silver? Yes. Oh. So, Jeremy, will you please remind us on your first appearance? Uh, I believe you were. It's all coming back to me now. I believe you. You uh, had some sort of uh, intergalactic or interdimensional relationship. Is this true? I would say it's absolutely a mix of both. Um, both of the words that you said are correct, intergalactic and interdimensional. I am um, a muse, which means I um, I live through artists and I touch their lives and I inspire them to make whatever art they are currently making. That, that's right. Yeah, okay. Here's my question, Jeremy. Is this uh, 
in artists, just vaguely, or is this all artists? How how wide of a brush do you paint as a muse? I mean, I mean, I mean, it, it really depends. I mean, y you all as humans have a very, I find, narrow definition of what art is because I consider uh, musicians, um, uh, uh, writers, um, plumbers, electricians, um, computer tech people, I consider them all artists in a way. And um, I inspire all of them, like, um, like just the same way that I inspired Whitney Houston to record "I Will Always Love You." I also um, inspired the uh, the guy who came up with like the little handle on the toilet so that you flush it and then your poop goes down. I did both of those. Fascinating. So in your portfolio, you have both of those on there. Uh, wow, that's fascinating, Jeremy. Uh, I do remember now. Uh, now remind me here, uh, you you have a boss, is that correct? Who was his name Ian or Ivan? What was his name? Um, Mark. Mark, that's right. Uh, and you and your boss, uh, I believe, had a dalliance. Yes, I would call it a dalliance, and I'm glad that you did. Well, thank you very much for thanking me. Uh, here's my question for this evening, Jeremy. Uh, what item have you brought with you? How can we help you this evening? Well, I mean, it's a list of items, um, you know, in my travels, in my just being a muse, I, I tend to collect um, items that I've inspired, inspired along the way. And, you know, they're just taking up space. And I really I'm interested in getting rid of them. So um, uh, Whitney Houston's Whitney, uh, her self-titled uh, second album. You know, get rid of it. It's got I want to dance somebody. Uh, didn't we almost have it all so emotional, like all, all the all the other really forgettable Whitney songs. Um, Donna Summer, the very best of Donna Summer. Um, I did touch Donna Summer's discography, but only the very best of it. Um, so greats like MacArthur's Park, you know. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, well, Spice hold on, hold on now. You're not just going to go ahead and skip past that. Mac MacArthur's yeah. Park, the classic reinvented by Weird Al Yankovic as Jurassic Park. Now, if we have anyone that's 37 or between 30 and 37 years old in the chat who remembers Weird Al Yankovic's reimagining of MacArthur Park titled Jurassic Park. Let's reminisce here in the chat. LL, you reminisce. We'll continue the program. Continue, Jeremy. I, I'm, I'm, I'm honored that I was able to inspire that reminiscence in you, Michael. That's funny how that works. Huh? It's so seamless. I didn't even realize that I was being amused uh, by you, Jeremy. Uh, so, so, so far you have two used CDs you'd like us mm -hmm. to help appraise. Yeah. Uh, did you have a, you said you had a list. Do you have more items that you wanted us to take a look at first? Oh yeah. And my, my final one, uh, Spice World by the, uh, Spice Girls, uh, based on the film Spice World by the, uh, Spice Girls. Fascinating. So, uh, interesting there, Jeremy, your, uh, your, you became a lot more uh, magical there for a moment. So, Jeremy, you've brought a, a classic uh, conundrum that we all have, which is deciding who our favorite Spice Girl is. Now, I feel like I mean, we all we all had our favorite Spice Girl at the time when we were seeing the music videos on MTV, and we probably have our favorite Spice Girl now. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. And if you and if you've managed to stay consistent from then till now, 
you have not grown as a person and i'm sorry for you all right well i was gonna go around and ask everyone so now knowing that if you have the same spice girl from then as now it speaks negatively of your character keep that in mind as you answer this question uh jessica um yes i definitely have not grown as a person um i i still i would still have to say baby spice also, I can't see anybody other than what's on my screen, so I have a tech question. Yes, what is your tech question? How do you see people? Um, no, I, I want to oh. see the stuff that he brought, but it's just me on the screen. It's two. It's a larger video of me and a smaller video of me, and it looks great, and I don't mind. It's like looking in the mirror. I feel very comfortable, but um, I'd like to see everyone else, too. First off, we are going to definitely help you with that. Secondly, you've done a smashing job of having an audio only conversation with us this entire time uh i just want to <laughs> applaud you for that jessica very uh your Have showmanship a imagination yes so let's let's crowdsource this in the chat do you have any suggestions for how someone on an iphone version of zoom okay we just got a chat message here within the zoom swipe right on your screen swipe Okay, there you guys are. Yay! There we are. Jessica. Is this Tinder? This is, is Tinder. That how you, Tinder works? You've chosen us and we've chosen you. Uh, okay. And now we can start. Let's are we start. On a date? We're on a date right now. Uh, and I feel like we've had some deep phone conversations over the last couple months uh, to get to this point. So it's gotten pretty intimate pretty right away here, Jessica. Uh, Jeremy, do you want to go ahead and. Uh, flash those uh, CDs again so Jessica can take a look. Yeah, absolutely. Jessica, here we go. And I love that you were looking at yourself throughout that entire time. I actually uh, support you going back to just looking at yourself instead of looking at any of I might. Thank you. <laughs> so that was Whitney Houston's Whitney um, featuring all nice. of her all work. Um, is it, the very how, is it very scratched? Are they scratched or are they like in pristine? No, uh, they're completely like. scratched and um, utterly unusable. Okay. But I, have, I have to get rid of them. Um, the very best of Donna gotcha. Summer because I, I only influenced the very best of Donna Summer. Love it. Thank you. And Spice World by the Spice Girl. Classic. Uh, Sophie, do you have uh, your answer for oh, favorite Spice Girl? Fee, can you hear me? Can anyone hear me? I can. Yes, yes, yeah. What are you doing now there, Fee? Is this some Fee! sort of- Fee, I'm Fee. <laughs> Yikes. If you're just joining us, this is eBay Power Selling 101. This is an eBay seminar all about selling on eBay. Uh, I forget my name. I was born in the 60s. My favorite Spice Girl was John Lennon for a long time, but then I went over to Ringo because I've grown. Fascinating. Fantastic. Good year. Uh, Thank you. Actually, this Sorry. week this weekend is the, I believe, the 34th anniversary of when the Spice Girls, uh, the remaining members of the Broken Up Spice Girls, went on SNL and publicly said that they would reunite for, uh, I believe, $100,000. Uh, anyways, uh, they, said that. I, they did say that. I inspired right. Lorne, yeah, I inspired Lorne Michaels to let them say that. That's right. Uh, 
Okay, so I feel like this is the question that's been on everyone's mind. Jeremy, first off, did you change your name in the middle of this from Jeremy to Jeremy the Muse? I I I might have on a whim. All right, well, self, you self-inspired yourself, Jeremy. I know I know if I ask you what the answer is going to be, but I want to ask Jessica. Jessica, do you ever have moments uh, as a songwriter where you feel like you're channeling something beyond yourself? where an idea sort of uh, materializes. You're, you're observing the idea as you come up with the idea and you have no idea, am I the watcher or am I... I've got my analogy confused, but you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, like being um, possessed by right. like, it's like, yeah. a, like a dead person who was a better songwriter than you yeah. and like you don't know where it's coming from. Yeah, yeah. sometimes. Yeah, That's like right. a dead person or like a disaffected gay man, like... like... <laughs> Yeah, like that. <laughs> Just like someone's coming through you, and yeah, it's, that's probably happened. I would say. Uh, well, I'm starting to I'm starting to imagine every haunted house movie I've ever seen in my life uh, through the prism of dead ghosts and disaffected gay men being synonyms, and. Happy and songwriters. That's right, and songwriters. I know the the new Conjuring's on HBO Max now. I may have to watch that through this new uh, lens, which we've bestowed upon ourselves here. Uh, Jeremy, I have some fantastic news for you uh, in regards to your CDs. Yeah. I understand you're intergalactic, uh, you're planetary intergalactic, and you are uh, outside of time, my friend, which is something so magical to have as a as a quality. Uh, which allows you to do something that I, I rarely do. I rarely speak to people who mm -hmm. can exist outside of time. I'm not going to have you list this on eBay, my friend. I'm going to have you list this on former sister website to eBay, half.com. I want you to time travel right. to 1999 at the height okay. of the CD. Yeah. When I was able to sell a used copy of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind soundtrack for $14. In this, it was, it was, there was a time in our lives where you could sell a used copy of the Jim Carrey film, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, the John Bryan soundtrack for $14. Can you believe that? That was, that was walking around money in, in the mid 2000s. So that's, um, that's right. Uh, my friend, time travel. I want you to list it on half.com. The sign up is very much, I believe it is even linked to your eBay account. You won't have to register. Uh, you're going to sell those CDs like a breeze. And then I want you to come back to our time and I want you to join us again so that I can have no idea who you are and have you re-explain re your entire deal live on screen again. Michael. Yes. I'm sorry, a memory just hit me. I bought those CDs. Wait, hold on now. <laughs> What year did you say? 1999. Yeah, I bought them in 1999. It worked. What? Hold on. What? Jeremy, oh, if it if it worked, those CDs will no longer be in front of you. You won't be able to yeah. hold them up. I mean, I mean, l let me try to hold them up. No, they're not there. <laughs> oh they're my gosh. See, I mean, see if this worked. Can you hold up? You know what? Never mind. Don't hold them up. It's fine. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for not making her do that. Jeremy, thank you so much for, uh, I wish I could say, I wish I could take credit for what happened, but if I can be honest, how do we know that I wasn't just remembering 
what just happened now and then telling you to do it 10 minutes ago. Right. T and this is not at all convoluted or uh, confusing. Uh, that's right. We're using uh, the time travel mechanics from the film Looper. Right. The Ryan Johnson film Looper. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Jeremy. I'm going to uh, bid you adieu. All right. Bye. Um, I inspired the makeup in Looper. Bye. Take care. Bye. So Jeremy inspired uh, Joseph okay. Gordon-Levitt's. Oh, hello. This is my husband, real quick. He lives here, too. Hello. Nice to meet you all. <laughs> It's resplendent to meet you, husband. Thank you for uh, thank you for hanging out while we're doing this. This is so nice of you, my friend. His name is Mick. He's just yeah. been like listening in the corner. So you guys right. are great. Thank you, Mick. Uh, hey, Mick. I, I just want to say this: yes. uh, two of the Beatles members are dead. Just just for future reference. Mick. Yeah. I think it's just Paul. Paul is dead. Oh, you're funny. He was the walrus. You're funny. I get yep. it now. Yeah, they're 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 making jokes. It's a, it's, it's the, uh -huh. that's right. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the room going, wait a second. Mick, uh, I'm just yeah. sitting here terrified at the thought that you think everything we've said is true. Uh, I feel like it, it would reflect so poorly on us as people here. Uh, no, I definitely don't think that. Thank you so much, uh, Mick. Uh, uh, you know, normally we're used to this show being broadcast on Twitch. People can see us. But uh, we've seen tonight that even uh, on a, on an iPhone, only staring at oneself, and across the room, only hearing the audio, this is still an enjoyable program. And that is so uh, heartwarming to hear. Uh, we appreciate uh, the compliments, and we appreciate you... Uh, Popping in to say hello, Mick. Uh, we have some people. We have one more person joining us, and uh, just in this temporary moment of truth, they may say things that are historically inaccurate or <laughs> outside the bounds of physics. But but let, can I? If you're if you're okay with sticking around, Mick, I would not mind if you found a moment, one or two moments, to just provide like a soft fact check. Would you do that for us? Okay. Sure. Okay. I'll do my best. He lives you... here, so he'll be <laughs> All right. And we got fans in the chat. Everyone's right. like, get Mick in here. People are going crazy for Mick in the chat. Get on in here. Okay. <laughs> I'm only halfway in. Get... Oh. Is he there? <laughs> Everyone's saying that uh, Mick, Mick is keeping us grounded here. He's... <laughs> and I agree with that. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us in the chat here, guys. We're going to uh, have one more guest, uh, and that guest uh, is uh, a first-time guest here. Their name is Corey Paration, I believe. Corey, are you there? Hi, Michael. I'm here. I'm here. Fantastic. Thank you for joining us, Corey. We're here. We've got a full house. No affiliation with the Netflix full ha Fuller House or the original Love ABC. reboot. Uh, Awesome. I, I wish we had time to get more into that, but unfortunately, this is an eBay seminar all about selling on eBay with no deviations or deviances. Uh, Corey, thank you for joining How us. How rude. That was my full house impression. Now, was that one of the older sisters? Or was that, that the was little, little one? That was the littlest one. How precocious. That's That sounds like language of a 40-year-old writer rather than a 4-year-old child. 
Now, Corey Paration, thanks for joining us on this evening. Uh, I'm going to be honest here and say, of all the guests we've had, you seem to be uh, joining us from a very... Uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say here, and I don't know what is putting this word into my mind, a very corporate uh, building there, and you seem to be dressed uh, to the nines, I'd say. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, where you are in this moment here joining us? Well, I am at a WeWork space uh, overseas, though, as you can see, it's daylight out um, and it seems to be night where you're at. Um, and I'm renting the space because right now I'm having a little bit of business troubles. Oh, and, no, that's uh, that's not good to hear, my friend. Uh, if you can speak candidly, uh, perhaps we can help you with these business troubles. Uh, what scenario do you find yourself in? Well, I'm trying to get the word I'm trying to get the word gay um, patented. You're trying to get the word to gay patented? Yeah, I'm trying to buy the patent on the word gay. So it exists. It's out there. It's registered. You're just trying to acquire it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's June and I'm hearing a lot of I'm hearing that word being thrown around a lot. And as a businessman, of course, I'm I'm, I'm hearing it and I'm like, OK, I guess that's what the people want right now. So I'm thinking maybe you know like it's a new dawn it's a new day i gotta move in a a new direction with my business and i think that might be the right step because it's kind of homophobic to say that gay people don't buy stuff too am i right michael i think we can agree on that <laughs> now this is a portion of the program where i'm asked questions that make me uncomfortable to answer uh i just say that out loud there uh corporation if there's anyone here on screen that I think can handle this with tact, it is a businessman working overseas in a WeWork business uh, shared office. So, uh, you know, I defer to you, my friend. Uh, I know from my instinct, and Fee, maybe you can back me up on this, but I feel like there's a lot of hesitancy from people who think that people are taking uh, opportunistic advantage of people's identities for profit. Now, do you have any uh, ways to assuage those concerns? Well, I mean, Michael, corporations are people too. I'm a person sitting in front of you telling you that I, I see I see the LGBTQ plus community. I see them. I hear them. I, I, I see what they're buying because I'm stealing their information through the computer and through the ads. Okay, this would be a perfect time for a fact check. Mick, do you know if the U.S. Supreme Court has ruled on whether or not Corporations are human beings or should be treated as humans? Ooh, I don't think that fact is true. Okay, well, and sorry, by the way, Mick, I said you were going to fact check. I didn't realize it would become me quizzing you. So I apologize the way that was introduced. That's that was okay. Well, let's think about who's wearing the suit here, right? Yeah. Okay, so, actually, sir, if I can call you, sir. Now, this is my program, and I, I sense a little bit of a an appeal to an authority there that I don't like the tone of. So I'm going to ask you to uh, please consider uh, a more gentle approach here. Do you, can you do that for us? I took a business, I took, I took a company mandated seminar about my aggression and we, I, I've been working on this. So I think I can get through this without getting upset at anybody. Well, thank Michael, you. Can yes. I try, can I try a tactic? Yes, very clearly at this point, we're obviously trying to wear down Corey Paration's prejudices, and we're just going to try different tactics for the rest of the segment. Go ahead, Fee. Hey there, you business stud. How does the word oh. gay make you feel emotionally? 
I sense there is a, some kind of appealing to his lecherous nature with a sharp veer towards a, a reflective question. I like the, I like it so far, Fee. Continue. You sexy, sexy, sexy little face. Okay. Okay. I got to answer her question, Michael. She's calling me sexy. I got to answer it. Go ahead, my friend. Um, gay is, uh, I think, okay, uh, gay is a good word, is what I'm hearing. Um, I don't know any gay people personally, um, but uh, gay is, uh, it's, ha it's pride, it's, um, it, it's, it's popping, it's, it's poppers, it's, uh, it, it's you're just doing things. a loose word association here, sir. Okay, I feel like. I feel like you've taken the most surface level word association there, and uh, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you, Corey. Unless you have an item here that we can help you with, we're I gonna have give you. Item. Well, that disarms the second heart of what part of what I was about to say. But I was <laughs> gonna say, gonna if you didn't have items that we could help you with, I was gonna boot you out of here. But since you have several, go ahead. All right. See, who's the person with the items? Right now, you want to hear me talking. All right, well, this first one, some of it is from my personal collection of stuff I use every day, but I was figuring it could be like, you know, that woman who has goop, it's kind of her personal stuff. She's tried and tested it. I'm thinking this is going to be like Corey's kind of business and everything, you know, I said, I want a patent. So uh, it's not just baking soda. It's gay baking soda. All right. And there's, he's not carrying a hammer. It's a mall shopping bag because if I've heard anything about the stereotypes, Corey, it's not rainbow, though. It should be rainbow. That's right, Corey. You're missing the mark here. You're selling rainbows. <laughs> okay, uh, Corey. Gay people come in all different shapes and sizes and colors, and uh, you know, uh, we'll work on it. Thank you for the note. Yeah, if you need anybody, if you need to hire anybody to help you uh, drum up marketing ideas, you know, I, I can freelance. Okay, uh, it's not going to be paid, but I would love to have you intern. Okay, it's that's be fine. Yeah. All right, so you have a bag of baking soda that you've uh, you hacked with some small pieces of paper. Uh, what next item do you have there, Corey? Um, this one is, uh, you know. Gay people deserve to smell nice too. So this one is act, but it's anti—it's it's anti homophobic. <laughs> so if All you right, put well, it on, you're good. I'll give you some credit I there. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do any. I wouldn't make fun of anybody if they were wearing this stuff. Is what I'm saying. Have you <laughs> have you tried that on? Did you have you tried it on before this segment? Oh, the me yeah. I'm not. So I. I I know it's being tested. It's in trial, but okay. I, I, you know, I I uh, I guess uh, it's different than normal deodorant in some way. But you know, you'll see. It's it's not. It's that's a t this is a, tr a tester. This is a tester. It's not. It hasn't been approved by the FDA yet. So is it one of those rock ones? like the Rolling Rock? You seen that? Oh, I dated a girl once who was wearing one of those and. I don't, I don't think they work as good as they could, but um, I'm open to uh, all smells, so. You could get vegan, gay, anti-homophobic deodorant. 
Am I supposed I mean, to be helping her? Him? If if a gay person is vegan, then I think that that actually could work. So I'll look into it. Now, Corey, can I ask you? Uh, your current you do not currently uh, have employment at any corporation. Is that correct? Uh, I have been told that I am unhirable, but I think that just means that I am, uh, you know, like I, I just haven't found my place yet. And it's all about you got to look for your values. That's what my therapist is telling me. You got to look for the values that you want to work in place. So. So. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm seeing here, Corey, uh, I feel like on the surface here, people may be staring at someone that they might take uh, offense to, if I can be honest. But I think under the surface, I see a gentleman who is trying to navigate a system uh, that rewards some of the ideas you're presenting, but just done uh, much better. Uh, so I'm actually seeing a little bit of an underdog here, Fee. I'm getting a little bit of vibe of an underdog, and frankly, it's buying you a little bit more time here on this segment. So, Corey, I'm sure you have another item there, but before you get to it, I just want to be candid with you here. Uh, if you could have any job in the world, it doesn't have to be in a corporate office, or if you see yourself, it doesn't have to be a job. Maybe it's laying on a beach in Costa Rica or uh, doing one of those uh, uh, those exotic hikes where you are uh, have a rope tied around yourself on the side of a mountain. We've surely seen videos of that in a commercial or something. Uh, where do you see yourself? Man to man with people around us. Man to man. I would be a beekeeper. You would be. You would tend to bees. Well, I'm allergic to bees, so. What? For right now, it's business, business. So you see here the conundrum we're in, Corey. Is you've identified where you want to be. However, all of your human instincts are leading you down a very different path. Uh, I want to know, what can we do for you here tonight to get you away from the corporate rat race, you know? Uh, I know, I, I get it. Pride Month, people are capitalizing on it. Targets has their uh, lines that are going out uh, on the floor. Uh, hats, shirts, uh, bags. Uh, any commercial you see will have rainbows on it. But if you could just rise above that rat race, Corey, is there a type of bee that you would love to tend to? I mean, the queen bee, because once you've got the queen bee... <laughs> that makes sense. Then you can... You can okay, last week, I was walking on the sidewalk and I saw a swarm of bees on the ground. And I couldn't do anything because I'm not a legal beekeeper. It would be malpractice if I picked up a bunch of bees. And that's true. I that's was, is that is that how that works, Mick? Do you know if that's how the law works regarding bees? <laughs> I I think you could have done something if you knew how to do it. I'm, I don't think there are bee police. Yeah, there's no bee. You're gonna get I think arrested. you'd be okay. Yeah, it's so a little bit of a cop out. So you're saying I could just go out and start keep rescuing bees and being who I want to be and just if I see a swarm of bees I should approach them I'm saying you can do anything you want 
give you a try. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. You hear that, Corey? Have you seen Little Miss Sunshine? Yeah. He's colorblind and he can't, he can't, he wants to be a pilot, but he says, fuck it. Yeah, I'm sure. Does Little Miss Sunshine get to become a pilot at the end? He probably becomes a pilot and you probably could become a beekeeper. It ends. So I don't know. Now, I guess I don't need this stuff. You don't. Corey, Corey, I, I would maybe YouTube a little before you go to a swarm of bees, period. Beekeeper or not. Like wear the glo those gloves. There's like, yeah. So, you know, you don't get stung. You know, you this is good. We could we could probably be liable for telling you to just go stick your hand in a pile of bees. Yeah, the last thing I want is to be liable for, for you getting Don't hurt. Don't sue us. <laughs> so, I will always remember that Jessica Lee Mayfield and Mick Lee Mayfield. <laughs> yes, that is his me. name. <laughs> I'll take it. That I could go out, get some gloves, and start chasing bees wherever they're at. Yes, with gloves on. So, right. on it after a few YouTubes and stuff. That's Corey, right. If you're gonna chase bees, put the helmet thing on too. That they, you know, the little the helmet right, too. The, the suit. Actually, get the suit and the gloves. You can chase however many bees you want. This is yeah, yeah, exactly. Write this down. Good. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's like a hazmat suit for bees. I don't know. The B E E S. Thank you. I was just about to ask. Beetles. Beetles. Yeah. Yes. Beetles. <laughs> And I want you to know, Corey, uh, I believe allergies work very much like the Wiley Coyote laws of physics, where if you don't acknowledge the fact that you have a bee allergy, you won't suffer any negative consequences. Very much how the Wiley Coyote could run off a cliff and he would not fall down until he observed that he was no longer standing on solid ground. <laughs> so, my friend, Corey, I feel like you've joined us on uh, a very unique night where... Uh, Perhaps Jeremy, our former guest, the Muse, has made it so that everything is lined up so that our friend Mick could join us and Jessica could join us to give you this very good advice. So, do you want to make a promise to us this evening? I do. I promise to stop profiting off of marginalized groups to make money and start helping marginalized groups like the bees. And... I guess I want to say, make a statement that while I'm still understanding the whole LGBTQ plus thing, I am in love with the man I'm becoming. Resplendent. Now, if I didn't have to hold this microphone, I would be clapping. And if I had an audio soundboard, I would make it sound like a lot of people were clapping. Thank you so much, uh, Fee and Jeremy. Uh, I love that. Was that the stadium chant? <sighs> Thank you so much, Jessica. Uh, You're welcome. It sounded so real. It did. I had to clarify. I thought I was at the Spaceland in 2008. Uh, that was that was actually uh, heartwarming there, Corey. Uh, I'm so glad you were able to join us this evening. I feel like you've been given uh, a new lease on life. Uh, and uh, I would like you to stay here on screen as we as we exit. Uh, I want everyone here who's participated. Uh, Jeremy, if you're still there, are you still there, Jeremy? Jeremy? Yeah, yeah. As you can see, I am. 
I want everyone here on screen. I want to thank everyone in the chat. What we were able to do here tonight in just over an hour and 15 minutes uh, was something special. And it couldn't have been done without any of the, without every one of the people on screen here participating and everyone there in the chat participating. Uh, I want to remind you before we go that uh, we have merch at PowerSelling101.com. You can tip your performers, Venmo at PowerSelling101. If you've enjoyed what you've seen here tonight, if you yourself had your whole worldview changed uh, in that segment there with Corporation, please send us a Venmo payment with the hashtag WorldviewChange. We will be back in two weeks. Uh, after I say goodbye to everyone on screen, I'm going to play uh, the final clip we have from Tom Parrott, and that'll be what we go out on. Uh, but for right now, I want to say thank you, Jeremy, for joining us. Thank you, Corey Paration, for joining us. Fee, the co-hostess with the mostest. Thank you for joining us. Do you want to plug your YouTube channel again? Yes, yes. It's Finders Fee on YouTube, and it's Finders Fee on Instagram. And you can find me at Finders Fee on TikTok. And just to save time, that was not real. Do not go and search those things. <laughs> Jessica. Thank you so much for playing those songs for us. Uh, I'm very excited. Uh, I am going to go on Bandcamp after this, and I'm going to purchase that first 7-inch. I know there's not many. It's limited to 500, I believe. Mm-hmm. So we have yeah. a... So I'm going to so go ahead... You could, there's probably, like, at least, like, 200 left you could buy if you want. Um, so go ahead. If you want to buy the rest of them, that's, that's fine. Um, I'll save them for you. Now, I'm going to float this by you. You let me know. Uh, you were talking earlier how you saw people selling your things on eBay and part of you weren't weren't cool with it. Uh, what do you think about this scenario? It's Thanksgiving morning. A U-Haul truck pulls up and the back floats up. And I pull and I'm stand out and I'm wearing a coat and all the people in the town who love me come by and all the children. And rather than a Thanksgiving turkey, I'm handing out your new seven inch. That's fine. That That's would be fine. Okay. I, I permit this. Okay, then. I will buy all 200. I'm going to wait seven months. And then on Thanksgiving morning in the town here in Hondo, uh, Texas, which is where I live, just around the corner from San Antonio, Texas, uh, we're going to reenact that scene. And it's going to be a reenactment. I'll let everyone know that we are part of a reenactment of what I said on this seminar tonight. Uh, uh once again, in the chat, we're going to post the link to uh, Jessica's Bandcamp. Uh, you're on all those. You. You're on all. You're on Spotify and all those things. But I imagine, if all you want, stuff. I imagine Bandcamp is probably a great way to uh, make sure that uh, if people are buying things, that they're buying it straight from you. It's uh, the modern day merch table. It's like the online, you know, way to directly just buy something from me. So yeah. 100%. Uh, and uh, Mick, thank you for joining us. Oh, my uh, pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks for letting me join. Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, uh, I wish I could print out the chat log and, and send it to you because uh, you are far and away the favorite guest for tonight. <laughs> Since the moment you appeared on screen, Mick, you've become uh, a fan favorite, a uh, cult phenomenon amongst our crowd. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, it's because of her Instagram. No, it's because of his beard. It's because of his and his. Uh, it's it must be this uh, this wondrous 
I just shaved too. Fifteen o'clock. No, I had a neck beard of grays and whites. You would not believe. <laughs> it's the well, neck beard. Well, yeah. I, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're going to go in a moment. And I said, if you're watching, we have one more video from my co-host, uh, Tom Parrott, who couldn't be here tonight. So stick around for that. Uh, but please do go to Jessica's Bandcamp. Uh, go to Jessica's Instagram, which is it Jessica Lee Mayfield is your yes. username. And it sounded there like Mick has some appearances on there. So if you are a fan of Mick, do follow Jessica Lee Mayfield on Instagram. Uh, as I say at the end of every seminar, I feel like... Any life advice I have can be reduced to two words, and those words are live resplendently. We'll see you in two weeks, everyone. Thank you for joining us tonight. Bye. Yeah, Love you guys. Beard. I bet I can probably fly that one. That one, maybe not so much. That one's a little hanky yeah. But this one? That was a blast. Thanks for having us in the surprise in guest there. over here. There you go. The Spruce Goose. I don't know if that's its name, but likewise, that's what I'm taking. Likewise. Have a good night, guys. Good night. Bye. Bye. Nice meeting you all. Bye. Nice to meet you. Nice meeting you. Bye. <laughs> that was great. I'm going to wash this off my face now. <laughs>